four, three, two, one. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Wine Thursday podcast, where some of us are drinking wine, but all of us will be talking some shit. This is Bryn here. We have Avery. Hello. Aya. Hello. Jess. Hi. We have Mario. Good so today we're having a little bit of a different episode than normal. We're going to take it back. We're just going to chill, relax a little bit. And we're going to attempt to watch Raya and the Last Dragon on Disney+. Plus. We've been hearing a lot about it. We want to see what all the commotion's about. We're here to support Asian American cast. You can watch our actions during the movie. And then we'll also be here for some discussion afterwards. Let's get it. I do have a question. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. everyone's, like, expectations for it? So before we get into it, you know? Well, for me, considering mm-hmm. a lot of Disney movies, and me just kind of have some type of cookie-cutter happy ending vibe to it, so I'm kind of expecting that, but I'm hoping for a little change since it is a different perspective. But I expect that it will chronologically kind of continue what Disney movies have been looking like in terms of character progression. So there's that, but definitely it might be a twist. So I'm hoping for that. I'm kind of expecting kind of like the how people reacted to Moana almost. Because a lot of people after watching Moana had mixed opinions where obviously it was trying to give like um backstory to pacific islands and stuff like that but a lot of people of like pacific island descent were like it kind of just glossed over a lot of things or like it kind of gave little bits and pieces of certain um pacific island cultures and stuff without like it being i don't know it didn't expose as much as people wanted it to so i'm kind of expecting the same thing with with this in terms of being like a southeast asian film yeah I'm kind of expecting the same thing as well, especially with like the fact that there are so many Southeast Asian countries. I feel like there definitely is a chance that like they're going to gloss over a lot of things or just take inspiration from like a whole lot of stuff. Also think they may go the same route in terms of like plot or like identity as Moana did. I hope not, but I'm I'm thinking that they're going to really ingrain that kind of like, you know, you have to like do what the family says or like keep up with tradition, whatever. And they may go fully like Americanized with like individualistic stuff. That's what I'm expecting. Yeah, that's a really great point about Moana. I didn't think about that because I feel like that's kind of at least what we're seeing online right now. A lot of the approach that people have about it with especially off the bat, the voice actors, they're not Southeast Asian. A lot of them are East Asian. And I'm wondering how that's going to, like everyone just said, how is that going to represent Southeast Asians? And there's so many Southeast Asian cultures. It's like, what will it represent? And I know, I think when you get into different cultures, there's of course different mythologies and whatever you want to call them. But at what point, like why, why does every person of color story have to deal with some kind of animal and some kind of thing that's not necessarily human? Not to take away from those pre-colonial cultures. But like, I guess what I'm trying to get is like, I I remember seeing something on Twitter too that pointed out, why is it every, let's say with Soul, I know, I think it was a good movie. I haven't watched it yet. I heard it was really good. But why does the black person have to become an inanimate object? Same thing with um, Princess and the Frog. 
exactly yes and um yeah. uh even with the will smith movie where he was a secret agent or something and he becomes a pigeon i don't know what to expect from this movie or even from moana even but it still had to and though it did dive into you know a lot of polynesian culture does have to deal with gods of the land and earth and sky and everything which is funny that i believe in like some of that stuff more than i do god as though i'm a catholic but why does it have to i don't know it have to be always fantasized i, I can't think of the right word but I, I hope you guys get what i'm meaning in order to tell a person of color story, it has to relate to some kind of something mythical. Like, why couldn't Coco just be about the culture? Why did it have to be about, though it is like a cultural thing, but why did it have to only represent them as skeletons? Well, that was part of it. Like, you couldn't actually just show the person. I mean, you couldn't actually, like with Princess and the Frog, majority of the movie, she was a frog. She couldn't just be a black woman. That's part of my expectation. I'm really hoping to enjoy it, though, because I am really happy for more representation. But yeah, I do just have mixed feelings about what will it turn out to be? I'm also excited about Janae Aiko if her song's gonna be playing in the mu- in the movie. Mm-hmm. Also, all the voice actors, though they are just primarily East Asian, it's like wow, they really got a lot of people to be a part of this. So I I also just have like I don't know I have a love hate relationship with Aquafina. So yeah, like I get in, in some things like the farewell, she made me cry in that one, and then yeah. in things like like Crazy Rich Asians or um that. TV show she's a part of, I'm just like, like, meh. Yeah. Also wondering, like, like really, you couldn't get Dante Bosco on here? I mean, the question is, did he audition? But it also just makes you wonder, like, we, we don't exactly know the whole story of casting and everything. I'm sure maybe there are really a lot of Southeast Asians that are in voice acting or acting in general. But then also, how how many are there? I don't really know off the top of my head. Maybe someone can remind me, but... I immediately only thought of Dante Bosco, but like who else is trying out for these roles and how do we get more people into this realm of art? You know, how do we enter this space more so that we don't just have to rely on the celebrities that have been there? Like nothing against Daniel Day Kim, but why does every Asian have to meet this handsome man standard? You know, we can only enter the space if we look like him. Yeah. And again, like with the voice actor stuff, I mean, like I have very mixed feelings about having Kelly Marie Tran as the voice of Raya because like I think you were saying Jess that it was actually supposed to be a Filipino woman right mm-hmm. yeah it makes me wonder like why couldn't it go to her and why it went to Kelly there's a part of me where I'm like happy that Kelly is getting the spotlight in a way especially after all of the ash that she got in Star Wars which I think was totally out of line but a part of me wonders like did that have to play a role in why she got this role no i'm hoping that's not necessarily the case but i'm really hoping that she does do like a genuinely good job so i was going to bring up everything that you guys brought up however i wanted to clarify that in terms of like cassie the like the filipina canadian woman you can tell you know how especially with moana they base it off of whoever's voice acting right you can tell remember did you guys watch the trailer last year that came out where she was like young Raya mm-hmm. and she was fighting with the Arnie sticks. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, I feel like, first of all, I feel like they definitely did take into account a lot of the Filipino martial arts when it was still Cassie. But then they said that as the char- as they were writing more of the character, the character changed. And so Cassie didn't fit the role anymore. Or so they said. Right? That's so sus. Mm-hmm. That is, that mm. doesn't sense personally in my opinion because it's voice acting right it's not 
you fit everything about the character. I think it is really important for the voice actors to be of Southeast Asian descent type of thing. Um, I do appreciate that there's a lot of Asian representation, but also it feels like another Mulan because the production team is white, or at least they're not Asian. <laughs> and also, I feel like it's great that there's a lot of Asian representation, but there's no South. There's barely any Southeast Asian representation, which is the whole point of the movie. I also just don't like the fact that it's all of Southeast Asia in one. Because there's so many different cultures in it, within it. How can you just pick a piece of this culture and be like, ooh, I like that from this culture. Let's add it in here. I like that from this culture. Let's add it here. You know, it, it feels like you're exoticizing everything about it. I'm, I was super excited for it. I still am excited to watch it because of the representation factor. But reading everything, analyzing the trailer in general, just to see who, what like land is based off of what. And also the fact that in Planet the whatever project, Hollywood article, whatever, didn't even mention the Philippines and like where they got inspiration from kind of made me mad. So mm-hmm. I am disappointed, but I'm still excited for Asian representation. Obviously, I'm going to support, but also there's so much room to grow within that realm. And yeah, now we can cut to the movie. Did it start for everyone? Oh, it's loading on mine. Okay, we good. Are you at the same time as us? Yeah. She was off. I like that. <laughs> okay, the water looks so pretty. Masami's dead. Oh no. This is Daniel Dickham? Yes. Bet that the dad dies. Bet. I appreciate all the different noses, I must say. I'm digging this buzzed cut right now. It's buzz side cut. Mm-hmm. I love her hair, man. Is it just me, or do I sense, like, some sort of, like, future, like, betrayal? No, they showed it in, like, a trailer. Something's happening. Oh, no. You dumb hoe! Mm-mm. Why are people so stupid? Stupid! No. Never trust a bitch. What did I say? Hey, hoes. We can't have parents alive, I guess. They always have to kill off a parent. <sighs> Six years! And there's no water. And put your mask back on. <laughs> bitch! What a bitch! I'm adding subtitles. Oh, yeah. I have subtitles on for me. I think it's a, okay. it's a different it, thing for everyone. If it, cool. Sounds good. Hmm. That was pretty quick. I know. It's totally Aquafina's face. It is. I was thinking the same thing. Why would you tell her? I guess so. <laughs> That's funny. Why didn't you just make her into a dragon and they could, like, fly? He didn't fly before. Oh, okay. She just reminds me of Hama from the Puppeteer episode in yeah. Avatar. True. <laughs> Guys, is it just me, or does he kind of look like you? Big summer blowout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought the dude from Mulan. Or or um the the tavern in Rapunzel. Entangled. Yes. All of them. I had a dream once. <laughs> Is it the one that, that liked to collect unicorn stuff or something? The one that wants to be a, a pianist. He he is the face of the pianist and then he has the body of the unicorn. <laughs> I'm malicious, mean, and scary. <laughs> Cap. Mm. Water bending. Lit. It's lit! Uh. 
I was like, you're a waterbender. It's Korra! <laughs> Emo. Damn, this animation is good. Cap! Facts. Oh. Hmm. Ouch. Bought that Sampagita. Damn, this lady is... Because it's your fault, fucker. It is. Ooh, this might be the turning point for her. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. I feel like I'm watching a Crash Bandicoot stage. <laughs> Asian baby boss. True. Asian boss. Yeah, baby. Eh. Cap. It's Cap. It's Cap. She go cut a bitch! Yes, sir! Oh, that hurt. Hmm. Damn. Not the child. This hurts. <laughs> I get why they're holding their hands in cups now. God, that makes sense. Did you see how detailed that stone was? Yeah. I can't wait for Cinema Therapy to do an episode on this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Aya. <laughs> I wish, I wish to use this rhyme. <laughs> Go back home until next time. And that's how a dragon is born. The dragon born. <laughs> oh, his village. <laughs> is there anything at the end? Nope. You fast forward already? Yeah. Oh, I'm just scrolling through. Okay. So just credits? Yeah. It's okay. a long credits. Was it just me or did the movie feel really short? It About progressed. An hour and a half. It progressed very fast in terms of like. Yeah. segments of when things happened that's what i noticed like right right in the beginning when like as soon as conflict happened in the very first like quarter of it i was thinking like yeah this is really fast like how yeah like where they're placing the conflict where they're gonna show like who's gonna you know be parts of what i don't know it was very fast mm -hmm. and it felt like a very basic progression where it was like all right we're gonna go to here then here pick up a person pick up another person, and then main fight. It just felt very standard for me. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, I predicted before watching the movie that it was going to be how I felt like every Disney movie was, but it was a different perspective. There was the twist, and the twist was that there was a change of heart. And the change of heart was kind of disguised by the mother's actions of wanting to keep everything for themselves so the progression of the story was it was fast but i mean yeah i kind of like to look past that stuff you know because you know i think just from a casual sta um, standpoint i just think that the way the story was told was it's just pretty straightforward and pretty it's pretty to the point a lot of the audiences that watch these movies are it, it probably not necessarily targeting people our age. I mean, the kids need to understand what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for us, we're so used to complex storylines that we kind of wish we had more of a buildup. But, you know, for little kids, they kind of get lost. and They might even find no interest in the movie. So I kind of feel for that, Stan. For us, obviously, it's like, all right. We saw the problem from the very beginning. There's context, and a little bit of the history is kind of told throughout the story. But progression was fast for a reason. There was a purpose for that. They wanted to have a good story that's memorable, easy to like pinpoint, and 
you know, the couple twists that they throw then and there is probably just for a climatical effect. Overall, I thought it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was good. I liked it. I think the plot was good. Um, I still kind of feel uncomfortable with the whole getting something from each, not from each, but like melding all of Southeast Asia into one. I feel like they could have done this with like any of the cultures, you know? Because cultures are diverse in general. Like, I kind of feel weird about getting aspects of that, of like, um, let's say, Vietnamese architecture plus like Filipino land type of thing, even though like I'm just, even though those two were like the specific ones, like that combination just kind of feels weird to me in terms of like melding it together. Because then you're going into the whole like kind of blindish racism type of thing. It's on the it's borderline just because I don't know how how else to say this besides the fact that it's like it's it's still fetishizing it's still exoticizing like specific parts of it instead of like realizing there's differences between cultures but also yes we're all part of Southeast Asia and I think it's really good that we're all combining we're all like finding unity in the end which is what I mean the world needs right now I just feel weird of like it being so ambiguous yeah I what, I wrote something earlier, kind of in the same topic as that, where in Moana, like I mentioned earlier, it really, like, kind of speaks to, like, today's climate with, like, all of the, you know, attacks on, like, um, Asians and stuff, where really it's, like, any Asian American or any Asian that people are being, like, are found. It doesn't really matter who, as long as it's Asian. I don't know. It's all kind of seeing it all as, like, one one thing. And that's how I felt about Moana, and that's how I felt about this movie, where everything's just all conglomerated into, like, this giant melding pot of, here is Asia, or Southeast Asia. We won't tell you what specific what, and we won't divulge, like, all the inspirations we've gotten this, these things from, but here. Yeah, I think kind of like Moana a little bit did feel like a bit of erasure. I don't know how American of that is to, of me to say, feeling that as like an overarching thing that our individual kind of races, um, cultures are erased because they put all of us into one pot. It kind of felt like a little bit, I was like, this kind of looks like Wakanda. You're putting all these five villages together with the colors and the, did the same thing with Moana. The only difference with, with Moana is that they were united from the beginning to the end. They weren't separated at all. And then Wakanda, a little bit, right? They were separated for the black, the mantle, the Black Panther. There's still a gem involved in Moana. There's a gem too. I mean, I think what was kind of nice about this was Raya is still, I mean, I think throughout the entire movie, there's just strong feminine characters without separating what is masculine, what is feminine. I think she was a pretty great character, like altogether. To Mario's point, it did have those kind of childish, we need to trust each other, like, you know, in that directness. Uh, it is it is a Disney movie <laughs> in, in that essence, yeah, it's right? Like it's, it's for children. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, yeah, there, there's that. I, I did, I was kind of looking for some sort of complexity, but I was like, yeah, this is an animated film. Like, I need to recognize that too it's still really great i kept trying to look past the the vas and you know that i'm like all right it again it's just there's asian content there we just have to they didn't do i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say with this part but the movie was good it wasn't it wasn't terrible i i think in terms of misrepresentation maybe like i think you're all talking about it but let's just say if this was a movie only about filipino culture and they use this kind of Wakanda-looking essence to give cultures and uh, identities to each of the provinces. Sure, you can do something like that, I guess. But then, like what Jess was saying, like you got a hint of every kind of 
East or Southeast Asian culture. And it's just like, okay, there's so much more to them than just this one movie. But then there's so many sides to the different things we're saying, because also, yeah, we do need unity right now. Asian Americans have been divided for a really long time just because of how different we all are. People of color have just been divided for a long time. And we really do just need a, a true sense of solidarity. We don't need to be separated in a time like this. We just need to be humanity. Yeah, I, I really want to agree because that's how I've always felt about BIPOC, or like needing to stand together and be one. Also, just like there's a reason why we migrated from saying POC to BIPOC. Yeah, in a sense, there there needs to be more individualism in terms of each culture and and each color because we're we have all go gone through history with our own struggles and we can't just say that we're all one as these movies are trying to like teach us like we can just all be one thing it's like no we've we lived in a world where we each had our own struggles and had to live through it and it's gone through history we need more so than like coming together because yeah that is one thing it's more like acknowledging that we are each our own race of people and have our ethnicity and our culture and that we need to respect it and not think that we are like one above the other i think it's just human nature that we want to always uh, what's the word represent certain things it doesn't necessarily have to be cultural it could just a representation of like anything really we just want to portray something as equity or one is better than the other or the reasons why something's better than the other they were talking in the movie about how they were all blaming or they were all accusing Hart of their, their only optimism is because they have what everybody wants. It's kind of like when a rich person says, oh, it's totally fine. Just get a job, work hard, and you'll you'll get to where I am. That's kind of like how I kind of took it. I was like, all right, so we got, I mean, obviously not in that context, but eh, kind of around there where everyone's kind of mad that people that have it good are trying to preach that good can happen if everyone works together that's just real life there, there's no such thing as true equity because there's always going to be emotion there's always going to be human embodiment of things that make people so it sucks but it's just like the hard truth some people have it good and they could be in a shitty situation or people can have it bad but they think optimistically but obviously if you reverse those roles where the optimistic person is clearly successful person everyone's going to think you're biased but if it was the other way around they take it as oh this person has confidence this person wants to make a change we gotta you know follow that yeah that's all true though the the trust motif was super direct um, at the same time, it's like, yeah, can you, it wasn't necessarily blind trust, but can you give trust to people in a literal sense of Sisu dying? Fortunately, she gets to be brought back to life, but can you, can you trust someone be brought down and then get back up again? Um, and just that on just a human level of letting yourself getting hurt. I think that, I think that's maybe something that I liked about how, though it was a very fast progression and someone may write it off as like a form of a grudge but i mean just because it was part of the movie like raya held that i trusted somebody and then um i got stabbed in the back for it i don't know it just goes to show like like what mario's saying it can be that simple 
humans do really have this kind of division where someone can be optimistic because of the privileges and resources they have and someone can also be yeah what mario said i guess it does touch on like all these different aspects of what humans go through if we were to look at it that way this is kind of like a i don't know if anyone has wants to build out of that but kind of sidebar it felt like a little bit of a cultural star wars just in terms of how frames worked titles traveling <laughs> that's time how skips. i felt um, yeah. and then the wakanda part kind of got me with the the villages kind of thing can i just say um Robin and Chris are on FaceTime right now and they were watching with us starting from like 30 minutes off my phone and every comment that you made it was like it's Moana it's uh what did what else did I say it was it was Moana it's brave it's like it's all the other ones combined oh it's Moana it's Mulan and it's um Mario was the one who pointed out it like like prior to watching it that it it might feel cookie cutter and i was like yeah yeah really mm-hmm. did like mm-hmm. it took i almost wanted to skip through parts of the the movie just because it felt like i already watched it through other movies yeah and not not to say that like movies and people who animate movies or direct movies or whatever they can't take inspiration from from other movies but this is so Disney Pixar cookie cutter that I was just like, all right, next scene, please. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah. Like and you kind of already it's... knew what the next scene was going to be, kind of feel. Yeah. And you already knew what the ending. Was you already knew the yeah. ending. Yeah. yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, but it, it it's Disney. Like, what are you gonna do about it? Like, you you can't like necessarily take away like that aspect of it just because we had it. Just we know because we had it as children. Yeah. Like we grew up yep. with it. These kids did not. So they exactly. have to learn it the same exact way. Which like it's fine. And I think the reason why we're doing this is because we know it already. We've seen it. But that that just it means that we can reinforce it. The fact that we know what's going to happen should be a good thing. I mean, there's people don't know like there's some there's a generation of kids who never watched the same movies as we did growing up because Disney's been around longer than even our parents could even say they they know. Disney's been making 75 movies. years, right? Something like that. Yeah, all right. Around that around, since around 1950. That that's a whole lot of <laughs> That's a lot of animated films. That's a lot of just plots that may sound repetitive, but it it's getting the point across multiple generations because obviously we could be watching the same movies over and over again till we get of old age and we're gonna be like oh i've seen this you know as the saying goes same old song and dance but some people never learned it and this is their first time dipping their water their their feet in the water and they're just kind of getting a taste of oh so this is this is this is the message and sometimes the motif may not be trust as avery pointed out the motif could be something like, I don't know, sharing or, you know, it could be something so simple, such something that a kid can actually like grasp. Going back to the fact that this is a kid's movie, it's more targeted towards a shorter audience, which goes back to why generations are going to get the same repetitive cookie cutter plot. And the twists make the movie maybe in a sense different than other movies. But, you know, for people like us who've watched a lot of Disney movies where we've seen 
we've seen this happen where, you know, you could see a scene go. You, even I and I during the movie were just like, this is going to happen. Oh, th- that's Cap. Oh, th- I-, I see it. It is it's leading up to Cap. We're not saying that to be funny. We're saying that because we know it's happening. <laughs> we don't even got to watch the movie. But there's kids. Like, if I was watching this movie with, like, say, my five-year-old cousin or something like that, I ain't going to say shit because the kid thinks this is a whole new concept to him, and I'm going to have to pretend it is to me, too. So that way, when we watch the movie, we both enjoy it for what it is. Unfortunately for us, we're more complex people because we <laughs> we, we just are. We just got to accept that. We're, we're, we're annoying as fuck. But at least we can appreciate a movie for what they do beyond plot and beyond message i mean animation for these movies have gotten 10 times better in the last decade so i mean like you gotta appreciate the small details that a lot of the different aspects of making a movie an animated movie to say uh goes in and i think it makes it very beautiful very art very artsy very color very vivid for kids to kind of like go wow and ooh and you know little reactions gotta think of those little facts the ending reminded me so much of Frozen. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, here's this, here's the one optimistic, like, human trait that everyone needs. And it's, like, frozen over. And then when it's presented between two people or whatever, then it thaws a frozen heart or turns <laughs> people not into stone. It yeah. could also be from Tangled, like the haircut scene, the tear. That's what I thought yeah. of. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna say that, but there was like, oh no, I guess it wasn't an object really. Yeah, same thing. So this is the small steps, though it may not have hit the mark on the first try with representation in the sense of maybe getting the right voice actors, um, or not doing this blanket statement. It is a small step in the right direction where there is representation for more young brown girls to see themselves on the screen, uh, like AJ Raphael was showing us Twitch in the form of a doll whatever those things are, it may inspire someone who is our age to be like, you know what, I can make it into animation and I can make it into voice acting and I can do these things too and have a different effect uh, because Disney movies of the past, just like any of these big animation studios like Marvel, like Marvel Comics used to be super racist and I'm pretty sure Disney was too <laughs> in a lot of films. And now it's moving this it needle was. to have more representation and then to retell these stories again and again, in a different way to get it across to different people or for other people to see it for the white majority to see on screen that you don't like you don't get the only um, you're not the only group that gets to be a Disney princess. Everybody else does, too. Or everyone else gets a story, too. It doesn't have to just be about the Romeo and Juliet knight in shining armor comes through and swoops up the girl and saves the day. It's not about that. That's clearly what this movie was not about, which I really appreciated. Raya, she maintained like her character stayed through the whole thing. I don't know how else to phrase that. She helped save the day with the dragons and other stuff, but her character was through it, like, throughout the whole film. I don't know how to say that. I'm, like, while watching, like, not sounding like it was, like, respond to it. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Raya Papaya. Raya Papaya. Raya Papaya. (laughs) I thought about what you just said, Avery. Like, what if we, for example, like, for us, for us, since we watch older movies in Disney, Let's just take Aladdin, for example. Did Aladdin have to be in Saudi Arabia? Did it have to be a main character named Aladdin? Could it have just been Russian 
and the movie was called Victor. Not to be fucked up or anything, but like, let's be honest. You could tell the same fucking story, but just in a different country. And it's the same way we were talking about with Raya and Moana and Brave and how all these movies kind of have a similar start to end, but with little tweaks. Same thing with like any older movies. You can make a, a movie based on an American white dude. Now tell the same story, but this time make them black. Now make them Asian. Now make them Mexican. Make them anything you want. The story is going to be the same. But of course, you know, when you have animators from back then, society, the way Disney is making these movies, is also a representation of what society is like nowadays. Not saying that it's society in that certain country they're portraying it is nowadays. They're trying to conform with what's going on. For example, a strong female character. There have been some main characters in Disney movies that have been female. But how many of those were portrayed in the way, say, Raya or or Moana or, you know, in other movies? They don't give a shit back then. I mean, shit. Women were just barely getting their own respect. The fuck are the animators going to give a shit about telling people, all right, now that the women have rights, let's make them strong in movies. So that way we can really drive the, the like, really drive the message. No. It's really an adjustment of society that, it, and it could be a pressure from society to make movies, you know, like what they're doing nowadays. Because they also got to show these kids these movies. And sometimes these kids are learning about what's going on in everyday life at a younger age, probably even more younger than when we started, like, quote unquote, being woke. There's like middle school kids that are claiming to be woke. And it's because they look into a lot of things. I, in middle school, I didn't give a shit about stuff like that. As a matter of fact, I probably didn't care too much about looking into stuff until I was in college. Everyone's different, though. I can't say that everyone in my generation waited that long. But in my perspective, things didn't make sense until I went to college. Kids nowadays are making sense of everything even before they even attend elementary school. You got these little toddlers like questioning their parents why things are the way they are. And it's so sad because these kids are getting smarter. They just they they just know what's going on. And so for these movies to like kind of get these kids on a head start, like, yeah, you're right. That is what's happening. But let me tell it in a cutesy little story. <laughs> so that way it's a little more it's gluing in your head. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of interesting stuff that goes into making these Disney movies. You know, I want to say every movie is a 10 out of 10 in its own respect. If I were to say this is the first time I've ever seen a movie like this, then, you know, I'd, I'd rate it pretty highly. Because that's what a little kid who's seen movies like this for the first time would probably think. There's probably a young generation of kids that think Raya is probably the greatest Disney movie of all time. Up for debate. Just like that. And a lot of us are going to say, you're wrong, but that little kid does not know what we watched because they're just getting started. Really glad at least like the story wasn't like watered down by like musical numbers. Yeah. It was, it was cap. <laughs> <laughs> it was um at, at least like if it were to portray like any any music throughout the um the movie, it was how one like outside looking in would deem like this is what ancestral or like cultural music sounds like as instrumental. And then Janae killed it at the end so um what you said earlier mario about you know how 
like let's say like little girls are going to be looking at Raya a lot that kind of just got got me thinking I think it's going to be really interesting to see how like these kids are going to be looking at Raya or like this movie and the cast in general and I'm going to be honest like I didn't really pay attention like when I was little to like these types of representation but like now that I'm older I'm like very mindful of it like for example I think it was in one of our previous episodes I talked about the Bechdel test you know where it's like you can have like two female characters and it's like if they don't talk about another man they pass the test they did it countless times in this movie and I was so happy about it and I was like looking at this and like honestly like if you count out Boone and like the other guy like the story really mainly focused on Raya and Namari and Sisu all women they had the spotlight for that amount of time and they didn't what I enjoyed about it was that you know how there are some like shows or like movies where they'll just like emphasize during they're like yeah I'm a woman yeah what about like they didn't even mention any of that it was just this is who I am this is like my mission this is what I'm trying to do in the story and that's that it's like you don't have to bring too much attention to it but just the fact that they did that was so like I was really appreciative of it so I think like even to have girls see it in to see characters like that in that light or seeing you know having more girls in like the lead roles not being like overpowered or overshadowed like by male characters i think it was really different and i appreciated that a lot that's true i'm glad you brought that up because that makes me think of the same question i brought up after you asked that with like the female gaze how does that change the film were we were they able to appropriately portray unity and trust because women can and men can't i mean yes the dad did in the beginning but then it was up to raya to grow and develop with sisu someone who mentors her and everything else and to, to ultimately come to but whatever everything it just, just said and i feel like maybe that could even be part of why i'm really glad it didn't turn out like what just said another mulan film not the original anime mulan but like a dud like the live action one where it's just like what was this <laughs> why was this even created i mean yes we can count it for gay asian representation or just you know moving the needle in hollywood a little bit for screen time but same time it's like we don't want to have more we don't want to just have films out there that aren't necessarily gonna misrepresent us or anyone really for that matter maybe i'm just being a simp but i was kind of hoping to cry more i didn't cry so yeah, know. there were moments I was... when I thought I was going to cry, but then I was like, oh, I've seen this before, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, me being, like, a daddy's girl, like, yeah, there were points I was like, uh, uh, dad. Yeah, same. And then I got over it. <laughs> I think it was because it was Aquafina that just kept pushing down the barrier of, like, me feeling emotional. Yeah. True. Yeah. And, like, have you seen that one Twitter post where it was like, if you look at of Cece's face like as a dragon it's kind of like the same face head shape as if like if you look at like Rapunzel or Elsa or Anna mm-hmm. just like those big I think... eyes I was like I, was I just thinking kept thinking that, that yeah yeah <laughs> I mean Disney characters they all have big eyes yeah that's like yeah with Disney yeah big eyes small face mm-hmm. small nose Itty bitty waist. Yeah. I don't wonder if, like, because this is a white cast, right? And not cast, sorry, uh, producers and directors and everything. But then, like, Black Panther was was produced or directed by Ryan Coogler. But I'm just thinking, like, does 
what is the is the imagination limited to pre-colonial times this image is it always going to look like this when there are no colonizers around of course if you don't know what that would look like and i'm not saying that this was a bad representation of that but i'm just wondering like if they're going to make another film um not necessarily about raya but about other cultures or something does it always have to band together these provinces so we can put them under one blanket like what if they made a middle eastern movie um are they going to do the same thing i mean i i guess aladdin might cover that book but i mean that's no that's definitely like i can't speak on that behalf but it feels like a blanket statement kind of thing too is this their one-all solution are they going to keep doing this is this the new cookie cutter uh, not just the cookie cutter in the sense of the storytelling but are they going to continue doing this grouping everyone into one film and not i don't know having that we need more individual representation but you know like all the stuff that we said already is this the limitation of people's imaginations right now i guess is what i'm asking this isn't like us telling you whether you should or shouldn't watch raya because in its in as a like as a standalone film without like taking into consideration of like cultural things or you know as as it is as a disney pixar movie it's great it's amazing and it is yeah as you guys said like a step towards like moving the needle to more representation for those who else live here in America and around the world and stuff. And even taking into account, like, all the opinions that we said, still a great movie. We just had our certain opinions about it, but even as we watched it, we were all still thoroughly enjoying it. So, please watch it. It's available on Disney Plus for $30, and then on June 4th, it becomes available to all Disney Plus users. And that concludes this week's episode of the Wine Thursday podcast. Before we head out, we just want to shout out Mario's friend Gus and show support for his new clothing line, Stonebrook. You can go check him out on Twitter and Instagram at Stonebrook underscore LLC. On Instagram, there is the quality on the shirt is really dope and it's very cost efficient. So go ahead and check them out supporting Gus um, I love you guys <laughs> you can find all of our other episodes on Spotify and YouTube and be sure to check out our Discord and show support on our Instagram page see you guys next week cheers cheers cheers, cheers. cheers.